Did you just, did you just like compare Beyonce to a bear? I said something larger and more fearsome there. <laughs> I'm a tiny gay. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are you? This time. Oh wait. Can we start this? Welcome to Perfectly Capable. That's Adam, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm Lewis. I know we just started an episode. Jesus. Hi guys. (laughs) Welcome back. Uh, We're back. How are you? In recovery, but I'm well. I'm hot. As I drink my hot coffee. Oh my god, ew, disgusting. Yeah, You're getting over, uh, I'm not an iced coffee queen. I'll drink it, you? but I'm not like, I don't seek out iced coffee. There's one specific coffee shop that I go to just for iced lattes. I love their iced lattes. But otherwise, I usually get a hot, hot coffee. I get Ugh. that from my mom. She hates ice. She hates cold coffee. Mm. So does my mom. She's the same way, actually. Yeah. She like hates that I drink iced coffee. And I'm like, well, <laughs> it's my life. Don't tell me how to live. She always tries mine if I have it. And then she, oh, she just uh-huh. scratches up her face. She's like, no. And then complains about it. I'm like, you know what it's going to taste like. Don't drink it. Don't drink it. Don't you know what it's it. going to taste like. It's not for you. It's for me. I purposely buy this so I don't have to share. Otherwise, I am getting over strep throat. Super fun. Ew. Everyone's sick lately. I don't know. That one day that it was like cold and then blazing hot again, I think it <sighs> got everyone sick. That's gross. I wish it would just stay cool already. Like, I really wish it would stop playing the summer game. I'm done with it. I'm done with summer. I already miss summer. It's gone. Just move on to fall. Let's move on to be spooky. I never even got my tan this summer. So I'm just pissed about summer. I'm fucking ready for it to, to be gone. They, they closed my pool. Okay, so they're renovating the front office. Mm-hmm. They decided Labor Day that it was dangerous to have the pool open because, oh. quote unquote, debris. Instead of cleaning the debris or roping off a section of the pool where the offices they just close the pool and it's just closed for the rest of the year oh that's nice labor day weekend labor day day weekend weekend. labor day weekend (laughs) (laughs) was furious josh alley and i walked up to the gate and just like Uh started pulling on it i was like what the yanking and josh was like does the sign mean anything pull closed (laughs) oh my god (laughs) furious do you remember that? Do you ever see that meme of like DW from Arthur? And it's like, I don't know how to read it. It won't stop me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> whatever it says. It's so good. That's my favorite. <laughs> yes, that is 100%. This is the third time I've walked up to the That's pool 100% and yanked on it. Actually, the, time. <laughs> the last time we went to the pool, <laughs> I just pulled open the gate and walked in and pulled on the same thing. Does this sign mean anything? <laughs> oh my God. Does nobody know how to read in your front What's happening? <laughs> Do none of you know how to read? Oh my goodness. See, they should have closed it or like put a put the little the thing around it, um, a lock. Wow. But they didn't. <laughs> Whatever. Or they just need to put <laughs> like a just full put... a full barricade sign over the door that says, Adam, stop. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's closed. Barbed Don't wire. open. <laughs> you would still put you would still touch that. You'd still be I, like, I'm but I used to this. climb barbed wire. Oh my god, ew. I grew up on a farm. I know how to get around barbed wire. <laughs> I have clippers. I can cut them. Let me pack my pool bag. God. Anyways, how are you? I'm fine. I don't think any not much has really happened since we've been like not doing this. <laughs> oh, I guess well since we're doing a new intro now, I tried to edit an episode and it went be- it went horribly wrong. I almost made it all the way through, but oh my god, me and my shitty computer did not 
did not work. So I've just really been playing video games and streaming and just going to work, which has been like fine. Like I actually enjoy work now. It's weird. Oh, good. Yeah. Awesome. I'm, oh, so that. Oh, yeah. So then this intro hasn't happened yet. I started a new job since we've been gone. <laughs> didn't you talk about it before on our actual last episode? I don't know. If I didn't, I'm at, I'm at a new job. I'm having fun. I'm living my life. And I bought a bunch of new cardigans from Target that I love. No, that's I, all. That's all I've done since we've been gone. Thing is, I was going to ask if that was new. I was like, eh, he probably has things that I haven't seen. <laughs> no, you. I don't. No. <laughs> I really don't. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. I have it in this it lilac comfy. purple, and I have a gray one. Lilac. What I really wanted was there's like a gold, like a goldenrod one, as I guess you would call it, and there's like a reddish one, but they're old. They're like last season, so like the girls at work have it, and I don't, and I'm upset. Because this is like, these are, these are girls' too. cardigans. I like how so we cute. went from lilac purple to goldenrod to reddish. To reddish. <laughs> okay. Fine. It's scarlet, wine colored, even. Who knows? <laughs> okay. Like Blood del- orange. <laughs> diluted wine. How pretentious. Diluted wine spritzer. Ooh. That would be such a cute color. Oh my God, we should make nail polishes. That'd be cute. Red wine spritzer. I love that. That's, that is a fun name. Oh my god, that could be our next um, idea. Can they our, can can they next. can they add nail can they add like <laughs> nail polish to like our store, please? I want to just go buy a bunch of nail polish and we'll make some packaging. <laughs> We're just gonna mix it together like in a cauldron, <laughs> yes. rebottle it ourselves, and send it to you. That sounds safe. Oh man, speaking what could of possibly go wrong. A cauldron. I ordered the Sanderson oh. sisters pop dolls. I was like, what, what are Where's you about to say? Where are you going? What what child did you put in your stew? Like, what the fuck? I had like a, a witch buying moment on Amazon. So they're they're coming out with bewitched pop dolls. Samantha and Andorra. <laughs> what? what? Why I literally didn't understand what a witch buying moment was. <laughs> and I'm like, what does that mean? Oppression? What's happening? What is going on? God, he had blood drawn, and it's like gone from his brain. What's happening? I'm on a lot of medication right now. (laughs) My arm hurts. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I see that. Anyway, go on about your uh, acquiring of witches. Yeah, so there's... (laughs) I bought my own coven. I did, basically. Uh, I made my Uh, own coven. They're releasing the Bewitched Pop Dolls in October. Uh So Endora, Endora is my... My bitch, my queen. She's been my the background on my phone for six years. So they're releasing Samantha and Dora, and then I bought the three Sanderson sisters. Mm, that's cute. Yeah, they're new, aren't they? The Sanderson uh, ones, relatively, but they do have a new one, new this year. This the three of them together around the cauldron. Okay, and that one's only sold at that um spooky store, the one for Halloween. Spirit. Yeah, that one. Oh my god! Oh my god! The spooky store. <laughs> Did you know what I was saying? <laughs> well, I mean, there's like three different ones. <gasps> I forgot that there's Apex Legends pop dolls. Now I want. Hold on. I'm, oh god. Go on. I'm listening. Go on about it. I'm go order, on I'm about it. I'm pre-ordering. Oh my god. I want the caustic one. He's cute. <laughs> Anyways, enough about my pop figures. Uh, should we jump into this? I don't know. <laughs> Do you have yeah. anything else to say? I don't. <laughs> okay. I'm done. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Okay, well, we're talking about fear this week. Yeah, fear. FOMO? No. No, same. No. What's your earliest no, memory no, no, of being no. afraid? I think I accidentally saw The Exorcist. Okay. That I didn't like that. <laughs> I 
content like that. <laughs> well, we were talking, I was talking about it with somebody, um, I want to talk about horror movies, and I was like, yeah, I'm really afraid of The Exorcist. They're like, why? They're like, it, mm. like if you watch it now, like it just looks really bad. I was like, yeah, but possessions look real, and, and like it could happen. Like, hello? I'm, it's scary. Like, uh, The Exorcist of Emily Rose is based on a true account, apparently. Allegedly. So, like, well, yeah. yeah, it's real. Most I don't like it. Most of those horror movies now are based on quote-unquote true events. Oh, my God. I like the I true can't. event was somebody buying a haunted house. And then the rest yeah, of it's embellishment. I've seen American Horror Story. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Skeleton Key. Oh, I know. Have you seen that movie? No. Oh, I just got chills. That movie is so I was going to say, why Why do you think I would ever watch that? It's so good. What's her name? No. Kate Hudson. Oh, my God. I love oh Kate Hudson, God. though. That's a, that's a fear. Being stuck Kate in, Hudson? Stuck, <laughs> Kate Hudson. Yes. <laughs> that's a fear. That's a fear. A rich white lady. <laughs> Ooh, that that's actually really scary. <laughs> they wilding white people in general at this point. <laughs> my biggest fear. I was trying to think of some of my earliest like memories of being afraid or of fear. Oh no. I grew up very religious, Southern Baptist, you know, hellfire and all yeah. of that. And mm. I remember having this dream <clears throat> where I was I guess I was technically in hell. Or maybe I was just on fire. I don't oh. remember. But I was uh-huh. like on fire and screaming and crying and there was an angel trying to put me out with buckets of water but the angel was having to go to the sink and fill it and then run over to me and like douse me with a bucket and then go back to the sink and fill it i love that i love that there was a sink in hell i know like you know how dreams work they're crazy what is this makeup like you're like i'm a fire and brimstone but there's a sink and the angel's there she's not on fire like she's made out of feathers but like i don't understand i don't know man i don't know maybe it wasn't an actual hell but i was on fire but I, I woke up screaming and crying and my mom but, like, not, had but to, not on fire not on fire but okay that's good that's one of the only times i remember like actually having such a nightmare where my my mom came into the room and was trying to console me yeah i remember telling about her i think in the last couple of years telling her about that i was like yeah ever wondered why i'm not like a huge fan of religion <laughs> <laughs> the angels couldn't even save me <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, I don't think I've ever had like a, a night a nightmare that scary. That's wild. I used to have um, when I was younger though. I did have dreams every after I would go to like a wake or a funeral. Mm-hmm. I would have a dream in the in the in whatever parlor we were at, and the dead person came alive again, oh. and it got spooky. It was spooky. Maybe they were trying to tell you something. I don't know, but it was like every person. It hasn't happened in years. It didn't happen after my dad either. But like, I, suppress, I don't know. When you I was younger, those I guess maybe, maybe maybe I'm a necromancer at this point. I don't know. <laughs> Shit, I was I, I was gonna go with like a empath or something, but okay, necromancy. Oh yeah, I forgot. I am an empath. <laughs> I forget sometimes. I forget why I feel a lot of emotions. And, like, honestly, like, I, I was going to tie that to the later thing we have in these notes. So I'm not going to go into that just okay. yet. Mm-hmm. Previews. Oh, spoilers. Previews. Previews. Spoilers. What's called? Um, the Premonitions. Ooh. Someone's been watching Charmed again. I have. Yeah, 22 episodes <laughs> in, like, four days. Good God. So I know that we, we kind of shit on the Charmed reboot many episodes ago. But I finally gave it a chance, and it's decent. Recommend it. Give it a shot if you like, <laughs> you know, slightly cheesy. Give it a shot. Almost, almost one year later, give it a shot. <laughs> it is almost one year <laughs> it later. It is exactly. almost one year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 
that being said, there's 22 episodes on Netflix, so. So get into it. It's a nice little binge. Uh, I also remember when I was, this was probably middle school age, the house was like a lot of windows. There was just a lot of glass. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the first nights I'd been alone, and I don't know if I'd been watching something horror-related in the last weeks or something, but I was just very freaked out, and I wasn't afraid of monsters. I was just worried about people. Like, I was going to look up at a window, and there's just going to be someone standing there, or like the strangers bullshit yeah. would happen, right? And I remember getting my dad's gun and just sitting on the couch with his rifle in my lap. It still had, like, the full sock over the barrel. It probably wasn't loaded. I just, for some reason, having a gun on my body made me feel safer. <laughs> okay, so that is the whitest thing you've ever said to me. Um... <laughs> is it? I think for sure that has to top ten be at least top three. If that's the whitest thing I've ever said, then I'll take it. I gun in my lap. Jeez. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god because i was yeah i was mostly afraid of people, people like break-ins and things when i was younger and the occasional so demon. practical <laughs> just because my family I, had too many stories i'm really surprised you're not like in like security like the security business like home security i'm not smart enough for that <laughs> technology I don't, press, I don't know how to press buttons it's hard it's <laughs> <laughs> I do get really freaked out here sometimes, though, because we don't we don't have it. I mean, I know not every a lot of people don't have security systems, especially in an apartment. Yeah. But our door's not that great. Yeah. And it's like a strong gust of wind. The door sounds like it's opening. <laughs> yeah. And, and our patio door doesn't lock. With a rifle in his lap. Yeah. <laughs> our patio door doesn't lock. But we're on the third floor. But still, you know, people yeah. can climb. That's a lot companies. of work, though. Like, I it wouldn't want to steal. Like, I wouldn't want to steal from that. But what if you're just a random serial kill. killer or just a killer? Well, then I would. I think you'd figure out how to get in there easier than climbing. Maybe. My uh, my friend used to. She had parents who were in, I think, FBI like work, and so when she told us this, she was like, she's like, it's such a habit that when I go into new rooms or new places, she automatically looks for like every exit that she can find and she counts them. And so she sees where they are, and, like, I remember we were talking about, you know those, like, knife blocks a lot of people have for, like, cooking whatever? Yeah. She's like, that's not safe to have, because that's, like, having a ton of weapons at anyone's disposal, not just yours. And then sure. and then if you're asleep, but if you're, like, asleep, she's like, never have those. I was like, oh, my God, okay, I'm sorry. I'll throw my knife block away immediately. So, so they should just be in a drawer? Or you're just not yes. supposed to have knives? <laughs> this should just be like tucked away, not 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 like easily accessible, because that's like if you're cornered somewhere, they have like basically six ways to murder but you. But what if I'm cornered and the knife block's behind me? Then I have easy access to a giant knife. Oops. Yeah, but they most likely have a gun or something. They're just going to shoot you anyway. It's just it's just, just another safety thing, I guess. I don't know because, because I think the thing is, I think the thinking is, if you're asleep, they can just straight up just you know what I'm ready. It's fine. I mean, you you would you'd be awake the entire time. I'll anyway. unlock the door. That's true. <laughs> I'm awake anyway. You're like you're just like shaking. They're like, oh fuck, he's possessed. Gotta go. This house is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking conjuring's happening. Jeez. This is I'm real genuine fear. <laughs> I'm afraid of people still to this day. <laughs> I'm glad that fear has like really just kept with you the entire time. Yeah. God. Really <laughs> staying not theme this episode. <laughs> I know, it's really good, actually. We're like, this is like a really relatable content. We're just constantly scared of everything. I'm just scared all the time. 
<laughs> yeah, I'd say. I mean, anxiety is technically a fear. It's like the fear of fear. So I hate that. millennials are just like constantly afraid. <laughs> I hate that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that description. All right. Well, we can science. What? Right. What is fear? Science. <laughs> science part, right? I so think? science part. Yeah. I Googled. I read the notes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so there's apparently biochemical versus emotional reactions, which these are things we know, but these are just actual terms. So yeah. fear is obviously instinctual. And mm -hmm. I mean, every creature has it. You see a dog running from a loud noise or barking at a loud noise or something, whether their reaction is to defend, retreat or attack. Oh my instinct. god, we just had to do our active shooter training. Oh and god. That, that's what it was called. It was called run, run, hide or fight. I hate that they're like teaching. Not, I don't hate this. I hate that they have to like teach children through song form what to oh, do. Oh, it's not even the kids. No, it wasn't even for them. It's for us. I know, but like rabbit trailing off of that. I've seen where some schools are teaching children through a song what to do if there's a shooter in a school. That's wild. And it's like singing about like sneaking through the classroom and hiding under desks and things like that i was like that's that makes me very sad i was like welcome to america i guess welcome, here it is. welcome to america i'm in america now it was wild and like fear. i don't know but the thing is like the thing about that is it does very much feed into fear and it's like because you don't know what you're gonna do in that situation at the end of the class like it tell that's what it says it's like these these are your options. You're really not going to know what's what to do or what's going to happen until you're in that scenario. Yeah. And I'm like, that is scary as hell. Like having to like run for your life. But like, if you see all these, like we've played survival games, we've seen like slasher films. <laughs> like it's true. Like you really don't know yeah. what's going to happen. And, and like everyone reacts differently. Cause like, not only are you reacting in fear, that person's most likely like on edge too. And like, you're going to have to, fight against all the fears there and that's terrifying yeah i it's fully so unpredictable. in my brain i'm like if i was in this situation say a slasher or you know just a murdery person i'm like i know what murder. i would do i would attack them <laughs> oh i would not i would hide i get this weird god complex when i face danger <laughs> uh see what fears you run towards it it's not great but yeah you i think a lot of us have we're like oh i would do this in that situation but the, you don't Probably not. You actually get yeah. faced with it, and no, you're most likely gonna run. Yeah, not that, you, not you specifically, but like when you're put like in the face of fear, like I think your first thing is flight. I don't think I don't think you think fight right away. This that that is all conditioned fear, which we can get to in a second. I'm ready it's for it. Biochemical reactions. Oh yes, chemicals. I love it. <laughs> Be a Marvel Avenger. Biochemical reactions to fear <laughs> are when you're physically like reacting to it. So increased heart rates, sweating, the adrenaline rush. So like, that's when you think about the fight or flight reaction and then emotion, Gosh. emotional reactions are personalized. So those are a lot of the people that seek out fear. Think about like adrenaline rushes or, Ugh. you know, whereas other people, they avoid those scenarios as much as yep. they can. Yes, sir. So the conditioned fear, natural versus conditioned fear, Conditioned are the ones that are formed because of a negative experience or something that we've been taught to fear. Mm. So obviously guns are a huge issue in America right now. And most people are afraid of guns, but yeah. it's, I mean, it's way more than it's ever been or should be now. And you know, like racism. 
um, which is an, an, another. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Yeah. yeah, it's another conditioned fear. Like we've uh-huh. there are, you know, people growing up and, you know, they're they learn from their parents or their grandparents or whoever to have these certain reactions or fears towards another race or another culture mm-hmm. for no reason. You no, know, just, they, if, I, that's why so many people, you know, that sit walking alone at night or something and they see a black person, they cross the street. Yeah. There's no reason for that. The person's done nothing no. to you. Nope. Just conditioned. But we do have the natural innate fears that we're born with being like being confronted by something much larger and more fierce than we are like a bear <laughs> or Beyonce. Oh, did you, just, did you just like compare Beyonce to a bear? I said something larger and more fierce than we are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tiny gay. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that has to be someone, right? That has to be taken. Ladies and gentlemen, please look on the stage. Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh my God, if it's not taken, I'm going to be so mad. I'm going to become a drag queen. I hate, I hate labels, but that is so good. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. I love that journey for me. I do too. Um, I mean, again, like, you were like, the natural issues of like sweating and having anxiety. I was like, yeah, that's just me daily. Like <laughs> just waking up. I'm like, oh God, not again. Oh God, again. Oh my God, we have to go outside. Oh. I hate it. <laughs> but no, I-, I mean, I do have those fears. Like I just, just going, like, I'm not even joking, like going outside. Like I take public transit daily and I'm just like, oh, like, like being with all these people I don't know, especially when people sit next to me. Like I try to look as mean and scary as possible so nobody will sit next to me but there's always that one person that just does not care oh yeah and i'm like oh damn it and then we have to like sit next to each other and i'm like am i am i taking up too much of the seat are they taking too much of the seat like is this okay and it's just like a whole a whole thing just, just so many dumb fears. literally i'm like ready to like in my mind i i, I think i'm manspreading but i'm actually like huddled up like panic room in a corner <laughs> You're trying to like, make yourself as small as you can god and i'm like oh my god is this too much are you okay are you fine is this fine are you okay and it's just so much <sighs> i loved this meme that was talking about how we were raised not to get in strangers' cars, and now mm-hmm. we do it oh. drunkenly every weekend, getting into yep. Ubers. Yep. Random Ubers. Yep. Well, I mean, and then it was like the fear of the internet. I think we talked about before, where it was like, don't share anything <laughs> on the internet, and now we're just like, Bleh! we're like, here's, let me send you my exact location by dropping a pen from my phone. Literally, I'm like, I'm like sending you like a Venmo, and you can see the last four digits of my bank account. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> it's amazing that you can see on venmo yeah and like how far we've come in general like like if you think about like all those irrational fears like they come from like again like not knowing and like we didn't know what the internet was going to become we didn't know like what technology was going to do and how it was going to help or hinder and like everyone was just scared because you're like what sharing things and like i can't act like i'm not that way still about views and things on, on like culture that are happening now i'm like what do they do on the internet how do you do that <laughs> like oh i mean well if you think about like only fans and stuff like that like if we're gonna go down that route um we were like oh no don't be nude on the internet but now you can like turn into money you know don't be nude on the internet <laughs> well we were, well like especially like i think our our age we were taught to be like very conservative and not so flashy and now everyone's just like tits out for the boys and like i'm in the background like still fully clothed like yes well that's i mean that's a whole social media discussion yeah <laughs> wait you're in the background 
And then you're like, yeah. <laughs> just full dicks out and you're in the background just like. <laughs> yes. Good job. Good for you. Good. You're doing amazing, sweaty. You're doing it. Oh. Look at your penis. <laughs> Jesus. Ah, uh, we have fun here. <laughs> <laughs> we have fun. Let's go into some of the fears, uh, common fears or whatever. Oh, I thought you said comic fears. I comic was like, fears. Oh. Yeah. I was Actually, like, yeah. You were talking Spirit about irrational thing. fears. Oh, no. This was something I forgot to go get information on, but <laughs> I just, it was it was something I really wanted to talk about. And you, I you, didn't have time, you didn't have time to go to the store and go get it? Like, what are you talking about? I completely forgot <laughs> to, like, Google about inform, uh, irrational fears because I was I wanted to pose the question, are, are any fears actually irrational? <laughs> what? I have time to go and get... Did I say go get? Oh, to go yeah. and get information. It makes it sound like you were literally going, like, going to go check out a library book. Literally, like, hold on, let me pull out the encyclopedia. <laughs> let me pull out my tomes on fear. <laughs> Jesus. The manuscripts, my scrolls. <laughs> the scrolls of Alexandria lost many years ago. I found them, Brenda. Did you see the meme about uh, eating ass on a plane called that Skyrim? I hate it. Yes. <laughs> if you're on a boat, call that Pacific Rim. <laughs> I don't want. I hate, I hate those. Oh, anyways. Well, I know there's, there's a SpongeBob one where it's like, yes. all right, I guess I'm going to go. The yeah. coffee one. I don't know. Oh, that I, one I only me. saw the one about the enema. Oh, well, it was the same thing, basically. It was like, it was like when you, you have, when you have that first, that first coffee in the morning and your butt's like, <laughs> right, I'm head your out. like, gotta go. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Um, yeah, I I mean, I feel like, I don't think there are any irrational fears. I feel like people, I think we all have different thresholds of fear. And so like what we think is scary, somebody else might not think is scary. But I don't think it's irrational because it's like causing somebody like a real Emotion, life. reaction. Reaction. Yeah, because I've always made the joke about I have this irrational fear of walking down the street and just being shot. Like a car driving I mean, by me, and they just shoot me. And yeah. there is, I'm not, I'm not really afraid of guns. I'm not afraid of just like, I, well, I am afraid of people. We've established that. Yeah. But you know, there, nothing has happened to, and this isn't like a new fear. This has been for like a decade. I've just been very nervous walking down a street with there's cars driving by me, and it's not. Dude. It's never like a fear of being hit by a car or falling into traffic. It's a fear of someone who just. You know what? This actually might be conditioned from all of the CSI shows and all of those. Because I do remember one episode where they had this guy that was driving down the highway with a sawed-off shotgun that was just pulling up next to people and shooting them in the face. Hello? Yeah. All right. Maybe maybe there's there's a basis for that fear. (laughs) I was going to say, so none of these are actually irrational. (laughs) Everything is very much... I mean, they're like irrational reasons, but like it's rationalized. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So some of the common fears, there's like a lot of different types of uh, fears that are can be lumped into these words. So like procrastinating. Yeah. If you never do it, then you can't fail. So that's, you know, there's a lot of people that just procrastinate because (sighs) they just, you know, don't want to public speaking, for example. Okay. I mean, a lot of people are super afraid of public speaking. So, you know, trying to write a speech or write a presentation or something. I really do procrastinate creating presentations. I'm, I'm okay talking in front of crowds. I'm much better yeah. in front of a larger audience than a smaller one, which is 
some people find backwards, but no, same. I agree. Putting a presentation together or something, I tend to procrastinate doing that because I just I don't want to do it. If you just put it off and you never do it, then you can't really fail. I'm a procrastinator, but I have anxiety the whole time. Like I don't have that fear of it not being judged. I'm just like it's not done yet. Uh, like that's that's my fear. That's my fear and anxiety. Just like really just going at it. Like I. Uh, God, I'm such a procrastinator. And then, and then I get scared because I'm like, I'm going to get penalized if it's not done early. So are you afraid of breaking rules? Um, rule I think follower, so. I, say. I mean, it depends like what it is. Mm-hmm. If it's like gender norms and like societal rules, oh, no. quote unquote societal rules, fuck that. Yeah, that like count. breaking the law. Yeah, probably. <laughs> breaking the law. Yeah. Doing a weed. A weed. God. A week? Can you imagine? Never. <laughs> I can't. Not this girl. She's a she's a good girl. Mm-hmm. I'm a good Just Christian. Jacking drugs off of hookups and selling them. Shh. Such a good girl. <laughs> I definitely used to good. be a rule follower when I was younger. I was good a, like, girls gotta eat. <laughs> horribly afraid of breaking rules, but the yeah. older I've gotten, it's just very much been like fuck it. I mean, I was There's also like not a lot of rules that like I want to break either. Like as you grow up, you're like, I really don't care. Right. Like there aren't a ton of rules that I'm out here being like, you know what I want to do? Rob a bank today. Like, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I didn't go that extreme in my mind. I did. <laughs> I was thinking about like, I don't know, when you're in high school or something, skipping class and, oh. you know, just leaving early or something. But yeah, robbing banks, that too. I don't think I, I don't think I ever skipped a class. I'm I, was like, of jail. I was a good boy. Yeah. I, I probably would do well in jail, but like, uh, like the, no. the, I used to, which this is horrible. Don't do this. Drink and drive so much when I was younger, growing up in South Carolina, the gay bars were like a city or two far, away. Far. So we, yeah, there were no Ubers. I mean, there were taxis, mm. I guess, but who has money for that? Ew. So we would drink and drive and it was stupid and illogical and no one should do that. You're putting everyone in danger, not just yourself. And yeah. so the idea of doing that now horrifies me. Like I, yeah. I have gone out like after work or something and met someone for dinner and then ended up having drinks. But just mm. having a couple beers, I was like, I don't want to drive my car right now. This feels weird. Ah. I've had, I have an alcohol in my system. <laughs> what whole alcohol? I'm terrified. <laughs> and by but one, did, I did five. <laughs> well, that was later. <laughs> yeah. Again, you blind. <laughs> Not that night. <laughs> not almost almost <laughs> got there but not quite, not quite there yet mm-hmm. uh then there's the people pleasers me who are like the idea of saying no can be crippling yes so that's a fear i have that fear, fear. Of i am that down. fear yes you are that fear i live that fear i'm the living proof of that fear and like i don't think i, I would wanna... ever describe you as that i think it's more like interpersonal things and like i'm very like i i think we said i have a lot hard time compromising and i think solely it's because i don't want anyone to be mad at me so sometimes i do um it depends on what the situation like if it's work and it's something that i know is right and it's for the good of my job myself my children whatever like stuff like that then yes i don't back down but the example i will give is I liked this guy once, and his best friend also liked him, and we got in this, like, mini love triangle type thing, and I was, like, sitting there, and I was like, I need to back down. I was like, I, like, yes, we're happy, it's cool, but, like, I feel bad that I'm hurting this other person at the same time, 
And then the other person's like, well, well, this is also a joking conversation. So they were like, well, what if I just did it anyway? And I was like, well, I don't know. Then I guess I have to back down, blah, blah. And I was going to back down. And I thought to myself, why am I doing that? Yeah. You know, like if they're not, then why do I have to? Why do I have to be the one that gives up? So like I was just trying to like quell the situation and get rid of my guilt and my fear to be to have it be fine for that person. And then why would suffer, you know? So that that's be different my if he was type thing. If it was like one of those situations where he liked him first or told you first or something, but well, it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's why it's. <laughs> so you know, sometimes you just got you get caught up in the game, and then the game the game bites in the butt. But it was that type of thing, and but then it it's it was a very complicated situation, but. I don't know. I feel like that's what I do. And I do. And like outside of like relationships and stuff, like friendships, I do compromise sometimes or I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I'm again, I'm very bad at compromising. I think I'm learning to compromise and to be for, better for my side. Cause I feel like I'm the person that's like, no, 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 that person needs to give more and I'll give and give and give. And then I just get mad that I'm not getting anything back. Right. And that's because I wasn't sticking up for myself. I mean, that's definitely an issue with people that are people pleasers. Because you end up yeah. getting really frustrated and, and resentful. Yeah. And, and you have no one to blame but yourself. And you can only really resent yourself because you didn't proactively fix it or like stick up for yourself. Yeah. Well, then there's the outcast. Mm, I'm, I am an outcast, if but you, probably not for the fear wise. Right. If you ostracize yourself, sure. then no one can reject you. So it's kind of like a fear of rejection type thing. Yeah. I mean, I probably have that, but I don't ostracize myself ever it's kind of hard for me to ostracize myself <laughs> just put yourself I'm up kinda, there you're like hi I'm, I'm here that's, well that's the thing I'm always there <laughs> <laughs> I, I may not want to be but I'm always there <laughs> that party don't really want to go but I'm still there yeah, yeah. Uh, streaming I, I get anxious I get fear there's actual fear with me streaming I, I'm still here here I am hi my internet <laughs> this, po- this, this podcast <laughs> am i afraid with i don't even remember what i say half the time and then i listen to it and i'm like oh my god <laughs> those words came out of my mouth me. <laughs> well does this is the next one yeah does self-doubt ever tie into your your streaming oh, anxiety oh bitch it ties into my whole goddamn life into my whole life yeah so never feeling good enough uh that yep. can, that'll yep. that can prevent that growth, was that was so. my pattern that was my pattern uh like my big pattern oh that app thing uh, yeah, that was that was my big hurdle. It's self doubt, and it was like because it's been again placed on you, so it's a very big condition type thing, and it's a bunch of different forces that like put that on me. And I and again, I was just talking about this the other day, like in a drunken emotional moment with my friend, and surprisingly, the same friend that we had this mini love triangle with. Um, we're still we're still friends. That's why that's why it's just like eh, it's the best, but. We're really good friends. We do care about each other, so that's why it's like, this is dumb. Like, we, we both know it's dumb, so we're just like, eh, whatever. But um, I was literally just talking about this, because he's like, but you just release merch. You have the podcast. You do streaming, and you release merch for both of them. Like, it, it, people like you. Like, you have all this. I'm like, I know, but there's still that fear in my head that it's not enough, and I don't ever feel like it's not enough, because I'm not constantly, I guess, generating what I want at speed and the rate that I want to and I'm not getting that like fulfillment that I feel like I should be getting from these things oh sure yeah like it's that kind of stuff and then like I feel like another part of it is like I know I've been like (sighs) pushing off relationship and being like I don't want it I don't want it I don't need it it's not for me 
but I keep amassing this stuff and like doing this stuff, but I don't have anyone to share it with. And I think I like that. I think I've said this before. Like it's getting to that hurdle where I'm like, I want to share my life with somebody. And then I have that. And then I guess the fear of the outcast is like, I'm not going to find that person. And so it's just me again, feeding into this fear of not being good enough or well enough because I haven't like amassed the fame, the fortune, whatever to bring this person into my life and make them want to stay. Hmm. It's a, I, I, so basically I embody this entire fear module. I see. Um, I am My fear. life is just constantly in fear. One of my favorite songs is Fear and Loathing Lo- by Marina and the Diamonds. So it's a good song. It's a really good song. It's very sad. It's a depressing... Like, like, we talk about Lana Del Rey, like, this song. Oof! Because uh, I do feel like I'm floating, and it's just, like, a lot. And I'm, I, I feel like I'm in free fall a lot. And like that's like the, it's the best way I can ever describe it. Like, how are you? I'm like, I don't know. In 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 the air, falling. I don't know if I'm gonna crash eventually. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll maybe I'll hit a, a soft cloud pillow. I don't know. Maybe you're just levitating. Oh my god. Maybe I'm an actual witch. Yeah. Just look at it that way. God. Stop I being know. So pessimistic. <laughs> Pessim. Me pessimistic. Which is our next one. Please. Mm. You expect the worst, then you're never surprised. No, I'm very pessimistic. Obviously, as you guys have seen. I've been trying to be better about it, but I am awful. <laughs> and, like, we were doing these, um, when we started our new job, like, the parents were doing, like, intake forms or whatever, and we kind of did our own, like, funny ones. And this girl was, like, her three goals was she's, like, one, I want to dress better. And I was, like, girl, I love that, same. And But, like, her second one was, she was, like, I want to stop the self-deprecation. And she's, like, I want to be kinder to myself. And I was, like... I really like that. And she, and like the, the thing is all my coworkers are younger than me. It's wild. I'm I'm old as fuck. Like I'm one of the oldest in the school and I'm like, "Oh my god. Oh my god." Yeah, I don't know. I'm I I am very pessimistic. So I've hit every one of these fears. Basically is what I'm saying. I'm very fearful. And like I know I don't show. I I try not to show it. I have a very big facade and bravado. I don't know, like do like doing this, like I like I, it's easy to talk about it, and like sometimes I'll talk about it on stream, whatever. Like if we do something like this, because somebody will be like, "Oh, I was listening to the podcast, like uh, let's talk about this." I'm like, "Okay, let's talk about it," and like I'm not afraid to, but like I'm just constantly in fear of everything, and it's I think it's just of myself. Like I think failure is one of my biggest fears. Oh yeah, that I that's one. It's like people always say that as like a joke, but like no, like I really am afraid I'm gonna like lose everything one day. I get that. And that's, like, my biggest fear. I'm the same. Well, yeah. Well, I don't and do then, things I'm not like, good at. I know. The closet. <laughs> <laughs> those are the things I have manifestation of it. to do. I'm trying to pull some of those projects out this month. Or this coming month. Oh, my God. Loving this journey. <sighs> I know. <laughs> do you want to talk about these fears? You, like, ask me questions and then we don't talk about you. <laughs> I, I mean... I I was just more talking about them in general. Oh, I was just relating. Yeah. I mean, is do we have a section on here about our biggest fears? Because there's one more that ties into that one. We can. Okay, well, then I'm, then I'm just going to go into it then. By some, my biggest fear is losing everything, but my biggest fear is forgetting. Like, I have the biggest fear that I'll get Alzheimer's one day. Like, I don't think it's in my family, but, like, that's my biggest fear is forgetting everything. Yeah, it's actually one of mine also. My grandmother had Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Yeah. Alzheimer's. She was a vegetable for nine years till she finally passed away. Mm. Pretty much almost guaranteed that I'll have it because grandmother on my dad's side. <laughs> Fun things to look forward to. Fear. I just don't want to get old. No, duh. 
I hate it. Uh, let me tell you. Gay fear. Actual gay, gay fear. fears. They <laughs> just have gay fears all everywhere. They're just... <laughs> but are they gay fears at this point? I'm like, <laughs> they're just real fears. Can we stop putting labels on them? They're not irrational nor gay. They're just fears. Just fears. Like, I feel like the only gay fear at this point is just, like, anal. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> that's, that's our episode. <laughs> Like to I, love, I love how we go for like emotional moments and then it just goes right back into anal. Straight to anal. I'm so, I, I'm so glad we brought back this, always anal ends in this, anal. this session. I'm really glad this episode was really just a throwback of <laughs> fisting and anal. Anyways, thanks for listening. Yeah. Remember to follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook at Perfectly Incapable Podcast. <laughs> Oh, and on Twitter, at Perfin Podcast, where I, like, sent one update in the past two weeks, being like, I'm bad at editing. I'm sorry I didn't remind you. I'm trying. You did try. Valiant <laughs> effort. did try. And wherever you guys are listening, please subscribe, follow, rate, and review on iTunes. Appreciate that. <laughs> we have fun here. <laughs> Hope you guys have a great week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> So I love being a disgusting bitch. <laughs>